I'll come, I'll juggle, I'll hand out laxatives. So you just name and phone number if you'd like. Is she gonna do it? Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Human waste. There's not enough for this woman to not sign up. Yes! That's right. We are back. Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. I am Tina Santamaro. And we are going back in time again to watch the finale of season one. This is the last episode of season one. Very exciting. You can watch it on HBO Max. You could find mostly any episode of Impractical Jokers you want. Watch it on HBO Max or go to True TV and hopefully this episode pops up. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, you can watch it. You should watch it. 100%. This is a great finale. It's my favorite finale of the entire series so far. Uh, right. Which is not good for job security. It's the only one I didn't work on. So it, it, it's also a one of one of a kind finale. Mm. Yeah. Right. So we have a one of a kind guest, Tina. Do you want to hey. tell us who it is? It is Joe Gatto. Welcome, Joe. Hey. Hi, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey. This is yeah. Thanks for doing this, Joe. We're- I feel like I've seen you since I watched the after parties. <laughs> this is great. We're talking season one. We got the season one finale. Basically, it's like your episode, which is very fun. Yeah. Season one finale. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> what can you remember from the season one I've finale? I've never seen this look Tell on Joe Gatto's face. We'll you. you look confused. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. You remember everything. <laughs> this is... You're talking about... That's a decade ago. I know, but you remember uh, everything. That was a haircut punishment, right? Come on. You got to you gotta beat, yes. beat Murr because he remembered wow. a lot from the season one premiere. The four, so. four-way haircut punishment, right? Yep. Got it. Uh, did we go back to White Castle to start it? No, 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 no. Not in this episode. No, I, I don't. I don't remember the. I don't remember the rest of the episode. Um, you want to take us? You want to take us through it, Tina? There's a line that that. Um, Ooh, if you give yeah, me a line, a I'll, probably, I'll probably okay. Know well. Yeah, because this is my favorite line from the episode, Good. and it's "I'll come, I'll juggle, and I'll hand out laxatives." Ugh. Do you remember who said that and what that was from? That's a good one. Is that from Dylan's Candy Bar? That yes. Is. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is and, fun. Who, and who said it? What was it Sal? <laughs> it was you. It I'll come. I'll juggle. I'll hand out laxatives. <laughs> Look, yeah. Yeah, Dylan's Candy Bar was great because that was, uh, I remember Dylan's Candy Bar was the first time we had to kind of switch on the fly. Remember, uh, Case, they, yeah. uh, they said we could do a roommate. We could do an employee IFB. And all of a uh-huh. sudden, they were like, no, you have to be at a station, right? And then we had yeah. to figure out what we could do as standalone. And we, we, we surprised each other with what we pulled out. And we had to say what we would do at parties, at kids' parties, right? Yeah. That was the bit. And we I literally think- came up with that like two days before we were filming there. And then everybody scrambled to just get like the weirdest props we could put together. <laughs> I mean, I was watching it thinking this is stuff that we would do now. Like flapjacks, I thought was like the mm-hmm. way he way he's like flapjacks yeah. is great. The the brick with pain. Yeah. pain. Like I think that yeah. In yeah. Any, you know, it's just weird stuff. Wasn't there like that, a like, mannequin had- leg? Didn't somebody have a mannequin or something? I think uh, that didn't I, make the cut. Yeah. I remember I remember I think the yeah. mannequin got pulled out, and I think that mannequin uh, bonus that was re was reused and Will Thaxton painted it to be the sex robot for Q that when we sense. bury it years later. <laughs> yep, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Thaxton keeps there everything. There is a, uh, yeah. a jar of urine. Isn't there ashes? A urine, yeah. not ashes. I knew, it was, yeah. I knew it was either urine or ashes. Both. Yeah, and then what's, oh, the, you had what's ashes the other too. bit? There's, there's an urn. And there was it. Yeah, in your it's turn. both. Urine yeah. and oh, yeah. ashes. Oh, we, were really, <laughs> okay, so, we were really hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. We'll yeah. give you another hint for what else is in this episode. So it's an iconic Joe Gatto bit. Okay. 
That's There's so hands. many though, guys. I mean, it's I impossible. <laughs> but think back. But this, I think, is one from your. Is it Scoochie Potatoes? Pre nope. pre Joker's days. Oh yeah. no! Was it nosing? Yeah. nosing? A full nosing challenge. <laughs> oh, so this was the full nosing where we were let loose in the restaurant. Where which restaurant? Everybody went, and we were uh, Vaselka, right? Yep. We were all yes. Vaselka working as. Oh my god! And that was so great because I just rested my nose on that woman for probably the longest I had done it ever at that point. So good. We actually had to cut it down how long I did it because it wasn't enough time in the episode. We're like, okay, people get it, but I had my nose <laughs> on that person by the host stand forever. Yeah, Dude. didn't it? Oh, that was a great. Murray got caught in a great way, right? The uh-huh. person turned right into it and they were basically nose to nose. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That one was tough because I was that was you know I was getting releases at the time, season mm-hmm. one, obviously, and. It was so cold, and I was like outside because we didn't want to like sign people in the in the store. Yep. Like obviously, yeah, everyone would see it. That so I had to like keep track of like, okay, that person was nose, but they like, just got soup, so they're just starting their dinner. Yeah, like I had to, be, and then I was just waiting in the cold, like staring at these people shivering. But the hardest, with, like, a, part, the hardest part of that was too that uh, most people didn't even know anything happened, right? Because oh, of course, no, you had to explain to somebody like, yeah, somebody put a nose on you. I'm like, what? <laughs> you basically had to rat us out because I, if we did it correctly, yeah. nobody knew. <laughs> oh dude i mean i i completely lied i like lied to everyone season one when i did releases i was just like oh we're you know uh you were you were in the shot we're doing some news and we need releases and people would be like you need releases for the news <laughs> like <laughs> or Do you I remember say, that bts next door of vasilka was an empty storefront that wasn't rented out and it was oh. basically just a, it was basically just a garbage dump it was just a empty completely empty space that was under construction and then they stopped doing construction. So we basically had to clear it out and make the best of it because when they showed up, this is when earlier back in the day when we didn't show up as early as we used to, like we, after season one, we realized like we have to get the locations way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so it was basically, we were standing, I remember we were standing on plywoods and it was freezing in there. They brought in space heaters and it was sawdust all over the floor. It was craziness. I remember that one. That was crazy. Yeah. That was, I mean, yeah, Wild yeah. West back then. We didn't wait. So you brought in space heaters, and there was sawdust on the floor. All yeah, on yeah. The floor. And we, yeah. And we made that comment. Good. We were like, "That's nice. not good. We probably shouldn't." Do I love that Q was still a firefighter, firefighter at the time and allowed yeah. it. Yeah. Was nosing right. the bit so you when you guys were going there, or was that another audible on the spot? Like, it's too cold. Let's just nose everybody and get out of here. That was the bit okay. because I had done it in Costco and it really had taken off. Yeah. And people really enjoyed it. And then we said we should all try it again. And that was one of those things, like sometimes when we do something in a bit, that was a little weird because I remember the guy saying, oh, we're not going to be as good as you, at you at it because you have years of practice and I, a big nose. And I was <laughs> like, but it's, it's just one of those things where it's funny to fail. It's funny to watch people try exactly. and fail. Exactly. So that's yeah, why we went for it. Mur was saying that last week on the episode, how like you guys early on realized that it's like you don't all have to accomplish it. It's even better if there's like big fails. And yeah. that's that's part of the comedy. OK, another thing that happened in this episode is interstitials. Walk and talk, baby. Walk and talk. Yeah, oh, those yeah. are gr- those are great. I think, you know, you always said like that was such a great way for the home audience to know, really know who your personalities are. And like, you know, it was something that I think the network had originally said to, that you, they wanted you to do. But you guys really like like everything made it your own. And- no, yeah, that was it was we had had a conversation uh, that we had put in a cut that I remember the first interstitial, quote unquote, was the chapstick uh, conversation I- between Murr and sal in the, the shoe store. of the shoe store which to this day i think is one of our strongest bits ever i put it up against anything we've ever done wow. and because it really had everything and when i did the first cut of it i left that combo in and i remember showing it to the guys and i was like this is doesn't we've never done this i said but this people should see this people should yeah. see us just talking and being it, it was 
as entertaining as anything we were doing. It was us being us and all that. So when they saw it, Mark Juris, the head of the network at the time, had said, you guys should put more of this stuff in. But every time we did it, like it was always distracted because somebody was going. It was always three of us in the BTS and one guy on the floor. So we had a piece of it, but it wouldn't be all of us just concentrating to do it. So I said one day, I, we were at a park. I was like, let's just walk and shoot and just you know sit around and do it and see if it fits. And we can wow. use it between bits. And that's how it came to fruition because we basically had our first interstitial live on the floor. you know. Um, and then that graduated to us being more comfortable and less focused on the bits and being able just to get more comfortable production, everything and open it up. And we shot for longer and those BTS moments just naturally came. And that's why we didn't need the interstitials anymore. You want to know something funny, dude? Like, uh, I forget actually who was showrunner when we started doing the interstitials, PJ. but so he was, he was like, Casey, I need you, you know, they want you to, or he didn't, he didn't say they, he was just like, I want you to write, um, their interstitials for them so that it's, it's easier. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like, write What you want them to say, like you know, things to talk Script about. Them. And I, even at that point I was like, do you know these guys? Like they're going to be off the cuff. Like, I, like I could have, I could take a, a week and, and write something that's half a quarter as funny as if they just riff for two oh, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so, those people don't really, it takes people uh, to get used to that strength of ours that we could just talk. You know, that's yeah. basically how Dinner Party was, you know, came out. And that's what I, everybody loves about it and what we love about it. It's just, it's not scripted. We basically just talk. Each of us yeah. brings a little something that we're going to do. Sometimes we don't even have that and it just works. Um, so the next bit is... Uh, it's out of college. I, I, do you know, do you yeah, know what college? this one is? Yeah, this is where we're trying to sign people to uh, sign up for clubs. Nice, yeah. Yes, yeah, which right is then. which is so funny because even then you're 35 years old at a college. Yeah, so like, funny. Yeah, it was like, but it's it worked. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It just felt like maybe like a grad student or something. Yeah, that was crazy. That was on the steps of Pace University, right? And mm-hmm. I remember we were up against the gun because it was about to start raining, and there was a full like accident right by the. Two things happened. There was a ice cream man that wouldn't move <laughs> right outside. Oh, my front. God. Enemy so of the he show. Was, you know, the internet was going, and he was there, and we were like, this guy's got to move. He wouldn't move for nothing. He was like, you know, he's like, I lose too much money. This is my biggest time. So we had to wait till the ice cream man would move. And right after the ice cream man left, there was a huge accident on the entry to the FDR right there, or to the Brooklyn Bridge, whatever, whatever's right Brooklyn there. Bridge, yeah. And there it's was in the like, cut. You hear sirens. We had to keep it. We had to keep going. And there was sirens in the background and just a whole ruckus right there. Mm-hmm. And our cameras were facing that and it was super distracting. So we had to flip it. And so it was, we literally just got that bit in, which is, yeah, which I remember was a, a crazy day. And it's a good bit. Like, I mean, there's a lot of. It's also really the first time we filmed at Pace, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was, I think that's our relationship, right? That wasn't before Q's Rosie O'Donnell punishment, was it? No, that's season Q's two. Q's Rosie was season two, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's, 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 that's the first time we went inside to Pace, but I think that was our first bit with Pace University. There's a bit here that we haven't done. Sent, it was in the pilot, I think, and it's a, it's a location that we want to do again, but we haven't been able to get this location. What number is it in the episode? Is it, what bit is it? Four. Is it the four? It's the a four, fourth mm-hmm. bit? Yeah. So it's a Joker, Joker, right? No. Oh, it's no. a full all four. Yeah. No, it's, this it's season like, has everything four moves so fast in that. Yeah. yeah, they're cut down like very quick. Um, so Murr has to take a dump. He's like in a rush. <laughs> is one of the bits. <laughs> what a clue. Yeah, it could be any bit across any season. Uh, uh, I, Sal's going. You did a lot of dancing. I do a lot of dancing. Was, I mean, that's another one. That's like, <laughs> what bit could that be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sal is true. going that, to yeah. lose his virginity. Wow. 
And what about Q? I think Q refuses something. Nothing. He's got a lady. Uh, so, I'll give, yeah. you a we wanted, I'll give you a big clip. Good. Sal's going up to lose his virginity. Going up. Oh, it's the elevator one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Context clues, uh, baby. Clues. Oh, yeah. Q, Q gets a phone number. Uh, he throws it. He throws it. They get the phone number. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and uh, he's also hitting all the buttons, too. This yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Sal uh, makes the annoying, the annoying sound. Annoying sound, yeah. Which is, oh, which is an dad, ode. To, my dancing is one of my that that guy that I danced in front of is one of my favorite. His reaction was fabulous. Oh when yes, I was you're right. In the elevator, yeah. Yeah. he was great. I, I clocked it. that. I like the way the elevator looks. It's a little scrappy because you. I yeah. think it, it looks like you just use the elevator camera that's on there. It's like it's like a pinhole. Do camera. Do you remember which, that we couldn't we couldn't see the BTS for real? We had to play back BTS. We couldn't see it real time because we didn't have the technology at the time to broadcast. I didn't even know that. Was that so? so we, that was pilot, we watched, right? Really? We watched that back. Yeah, we had to was, watch back. So as we went up and we came down, we had to say if we got it to the guys. And I was like, "This is funny. You guys should watch it." Or this is funny. You should watch it. And we'd have to reboot and and watch it down. Was that just for just the, the elevator? Just the elevator. Okay. Yeah, because the the old New York City, you know, an elevator shaft. The RF try to get RF frequency to like you know wireless frequencies. Right. You can't. It's impossible. It's like trying to use yourself on an elevator. Right. Yep. And when you guys do wow. that, it's so fun because like you know it sounds like it's a nightmare, but really what you just do is you watch it like as if you're watching TV and you comment yeah. on it. It's it's so it does work in that way. It's just not ideal for time. The only reason it worked for Sal's was because Sal, we had the we knew what floor Sal was stopping on. So we were able mm -hmm. to put it right when Sal, we punished Sal in the elevator. We were able to put the equipment right outside the door on the floor that Sal was. And we were oh, able to watch yeah. Sal live. Yeah, uh, yeah. At that so, point, we had such better technology. Season one, and, and this yeah. one was the pilot. We Season had, one, like, we basically used like <laughs> whatever was on clearance at Radio Shack yes. and whatever we had in our pockets. <laughs> yes. So how big was the crew on season one? Like, would you say? So there was eight people on our crew besides us. It, and it well it depends on the day because if it was we had two different kinds of days. If it was like oh, a I mean, well, there was eight. There was eight full timers. Eight full timers, oh, yeah. not including post. And then you know with PAs and stuff, we probably were fifteen to twenty people. Now we're you know full timers were probably forty. And yeah. then yeah, and then uh, you know when it, on any shoot, shoot day we're probably up to sixty five people. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's changed a lot. But I mean, uh, it became a real TV show, and we <laughs> actually you know we actually shoot we shot way more with less people. Like if you look at the number of bits, you know, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, we did, for, we, we had the math done for the 200th episode for season eight to finish it out. Right. And it was 537 bits, 537 challenges that we had shot. Wow. And wow. yeah, 537 challenges and, uh, the punishments, however, many episodes were at 220, whatever. Um, so it's pretty insane to think about that's yeah. incredible. And then think about how many jokes are in each side, each bit, and then think about how much comedy we've had to make, right? Inside yeah. each joke, especially those first ones. If you talk about like see the season finale, if you do a season one finale, if you do a joke count inside that over how many bits that we did, you know, we're we're making, you know, there's so much comedy that comes through the show. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, even in this, like a, a thing that happens, which is so funny, is like you guys are like, Murray, you have to take a massive poop, or you have to take a massive dump." That's what he says. Right. You gotta take a, and he goes in, and it, you just see him go, "Poop alert!" <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's such a funny way of like switching what it was, yeah. but like he's like trying to candy coat it. I got a poop alert. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Do you want to talk about any other elevator ideas that we have, or maybe we just we just save it? We'll just see if they see if it happens. For the future. Uh, <laughs> I mean, elevators are always fun because it's instantly awkward. And, you know, it always goes back to the days when Sal, like in real life, Sal would hate taking elevators with because he knew when those doors closed, 
I was going to do something to embarrass him, you know? Yeah. So like right in to real his life, face, right? Like I you just go, go right, right to him. Yeah. There was yeah. a bit, there was a bit where we used to, we used to stand nose to nose in an elevator and try as soon as the door shut and pretend we didn't know each other and just stand nose to nose. <laughs> and I would hit, the, I would hit the floor, like below the floor we were getting off and Sal would go to the floor we were going to. <laughs> and I, we'd walk in, just look and look at the numbers. And then I would get off and Sal would just stand there for one more floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have a question. When I've ever visited the set, you're involved in a lot of the directing, I feel like, that goes on. Even though there is a director, a full director, yeah. you're you're making a lot of notes to that as well. In season one, when the crew was like a skeleton crew, were you directing all of the episodes or did you have a director at that time? We had a showrunner director, but we worked very closely. It was PJ. And uh, mm-hmm. we worked very closely. PJ was more involved in directing the shots and the mm-hmm. camera, especially because back then our BTS setup wasn't as robust where I could see like right. all the cameras as well. And our crew could hear us and all that stuff. You know, the crew in season one working the cameras couldn't hear us. That's why we put them next to us. Like if you'll notice the background, you'll see our crew in it because they had to be in the same room as us. Mm. That's not the case anymore. Wow. Now they can hear us. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning when I wanted to be able to call shots and stuff, but he would be, he would direct the shots. Whereas I would direct the comedy if we got you know what we needed mm-hmm. and things like that i that's really my main role is to say when we're done when i think we have enough but, i think that's where i really fill in the blank but you also right. you learned so much from your own show which is impressive oh, amazing like, yeah like yeah. the fact that you got to like try things out and learn like editing stuff and like you know you not mm-hmm. only you're design you're designing your show as you're learning about the design yeah. of the show and like yeah you know it's crazy the tool belt that you that you got just from even just the yeah this this show has taught me you know so much and has equipped me to do you know my confidence level and being able to produce and and all that has just come from jokers because each each set is its own movie but the big thing is like punishments are basically short films if you think about it they're, right. they're like shorts yeah you know we have it like scripted we know how it's going to go if you look at some of them some of them aren't but a lot of them are just basically follow like like sal's uh the way i screwed with sal's mind that uh, mm-hmm. you know the blow in his mind in season eight, my favorite punishment on Sal. Yeah, like the, the the no punishment punishment. The no punishment like, punishment. Bungee yeah, jump. That you cut yeah. Simi and I. Adam. Yes, we did. You guys, you guys are bonus footage, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was Thanks. so funny because Thanks. we actually overshot that on purpose. I don't know if you remember Tina when we had the phone call because I had to talk you guys into a little bit. I actually had to talk everybody into it. Nobody mm-hmm. saw it like I did. I remember first conversation was with Q and Murray. He was like, I just don't get it. I'm like, dude, I, see, I was like, he's just going to unravel. It's going to, you know, I, I see it happening, blah, blah, blah. We talked it out. They got on board and Q was like, look, Q is great because like if somebody's passionate about something, he has the faith to be like, look, do it. You know, if, if you think it's going to work that well, he try, he has trust us enough to do that. And then you and Simi are great too, because at, at a point I, I just have to be like, guys, it's just going to work. You're just going to have to trust me. And I don't think we've ever steered each other wrong because sometimes like, We've had conversations where it's gone the other way, where I'd be like exactly. talking loud. Right. And as I'm talking to you guys, I realize it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm right. like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we do need a little bit more or, or, or whatever. So, but I think in that right. one, I remember the conversation being like, Simi just said, he was like, all right, just shoot a lot. So we have a lot of mm-hmm. options in case something works better. And each thing we did blew his mind better than I could have hoped. You know, you can't plan the unexpected and we're not afraid to embrace the unexpected. Yeah. Like we won't try to get it back on track. We, love when it goes off the rails because that's where our improv skills come in and where we could just, you know, we know, we know what's funny to us, you know, and we just keep on, you know, hammering that home. So uh, now that you said that, I want to bring up a really fun fact about this final punishment in the episode. This was a four-way punishment, which hasn't happened since. And you guys all messed with your looks. This was the pilot. 
you didn't have a television show yet. So you had done this without being on television. Like you had all kind of ruined your looks. Like Hugh had to go to work at the fire department with that. Sal, yeah. I remember Sal coming into the bar at when at Cargo when he worked there yeah. in that wearing like his hair like that. And then yeah. like a couple of days later, later, he shaved it. But I remember being like, what are you doing? And it was just like, it's for the pilot. And I'd be like, it's not even a series yet. And you're doing like that's an incredible th thing that you all messed with your look like without even having a show yeah but yeah. that's what you went you how went long for. did you keep the mullet in? i only kept it for a day because i had my next day off and then i had to go back to work the reason why i couldn't shave my hair was because i had my job and i i was working as oh. the sales uh person in the in the store and i couldn't uh i couldn't you know go to work with like <laughs> A dyed hair or whatever. Like I needed to keep my my look kind of professional. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If it was a Walmart, I feel like it would be. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, I was that giggle, baby. I mean, that was high in baby right, you're right, you're right. You know, uh, uh, so it was uh, it was a little different. But I remember also we were like, we had to do that to one guy, right? We couldn't shave everybody's head because then it's right. nothing. Like we wanted, it, and then my look was just so ridiculous. We're like, all right, who looked the stupidest with like long hair and a mullet? And hands down, it was me. You it know, because Sal's had long hair in his life. Murray'd be pretty impossible to do because we'd only have to do it with a wig. And thank God we didn't because we were able to do that whole wig yeah. thing with Q later in life. And then Q. Q wouldn't look as silly as I did. You know, my face is stupider than Q's. Q's, so. Q's like perm is like a different thing altogether yeah. too. And yeah. then he, well, oh Q, my Q God. actually, Q, I think we actually said we have to perm one of us. And Q like balked and left. We're like, all right, so you're going to perm. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like, there's a really no way he showed up to the firehouse like that, right? He had to shave his head. No, I he, think went, he, I, he went, he went one day. At least one day. Oh, yeah, great. for sure. I think he went one day. I think that was the, the agreement we all made was oh we had to do it one day after just to make it feel like even yeah. more of a punishment. And Murray, I think was, he had a job or whatever and he went, but my, they didn't realize that my next day was the day off. <laughs> so I got like one over them, which, which was fun. You know, Murray, like there's a moment where like that, that I think like could have happened in any season as well is like Sal putting the shaving cream on Murr. Like even the, like in the first season or the pilot, even he, he like has this like, Oh, I can't wait to get this idiot. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's really funny that that dynamic is still there. And it was there from the beginning. He's like, he's the one who's like messing with Murr's head is like really good. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe that the biggest thing was when we were going to shave Murray's eyebrows and I can't believe how anti the guys were. When I was like, guys, we're just going to shave his eyebrows. Don't worry, they'll grow back. And they're like, we can't do that without telling them. I'm like, don't worry, they'll grow back. We'll be fine. <laughs> and when we oh shaved his God. eyebrow, like that is a legit moment of like friendship and concern that Sal and Q have. Like they are blown away that we did that to him. I feel like they, <laughs> we cro they feel like we crossed a big line there. Me, on the other hand, I was like, no, they'll grow back. I know Murray. I know what he's, you know, I know his line. And I didn't feel like that crossed his line. I was right. You know, they, they were talked into it but it was so funny if you look at q's face when that first moment when we shaved murray's eyebrow yeah that is for me one of the moments of the series that we q gets blown away as if it happened to him yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of hair and like look things in this in this show which yeah. is just like it, it's it's not like going to the well it's like it's it's going to your strengths i think it's like so funny. yeah but i mean we always use them in yeah. a way, right? We don't just do them. Like, we'll use them for something, which is kind of fun. I think sometimes in the beginning, we just kind of did it because it was just a shock of seeing us that way. But now it's like, all right, now you look like this. Now go do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Mar, we're going we're gonna to shave your eyebrows. Now go get a driver's license photo. You know, like exactly. things like... You know, you need that extra layer to make it feel like more of a sting. And even if you do it, it's always a new spin that's not like doing... I mean, you guys are hyper aware of never like repeating ideas. Yeah. If it comes too close, you guys are like, let's not do that. So that's... It's always good to have, you know, the creatives not 
yeah. rest on their laurels in that way. Yeah, but we're also not afraid to retry something we think there's more comedy in mind for. And I think you have to. Like like I said earlier, the number of bits that you shoot, it's impossible not to re- repeat stuff. Like, Karanjus will always be fun. Yeah. We could do that a million times. It's always funny. It's just, it's just something about it. That's why fans gravitate towards yeah. it. That's why we love doing it. It's just something funny about the church laugh, not being able to laugh while you're saying these ridiculous things. That's yeah, the reason yeah. why it works. And sometimes yeah. you have to throw Dan Jost into it to spice it up. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. The father of comedy. <laughs> then he outshi- then he out- yeah, that's right. And then he outshines us and then what happens? Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets his yeah. off. Speaking about going back, Murray said about the premiere episode, uh, Costco, probably not a place we're going back. Is there any place from this episode that they're done with us? Is it Dylan's? Is it Veselka? Oh, Dylan's for sure. <laughs> We're done there. Yeah, we Dylan's can't go back. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, we can't go back there for sure. I think, uh, I think, I think that place is dead to us forever. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, as is IKEA. As is IKEA. I think IKEA was like really. Well, IKEA was like literally nobody from the staff of IKEA talked to us all day. There was no one I there. Remember, no yeah. one was working the section. Mm-hmm. Literally, we were we spent the time more that day. I swear to God, selling Swedish furniture than we did doing our comedy show. Like we were helping people pick out stuff because we were the only people. <laughs> and you you just like slipped into your day I job did, like I immediately. Did. I there, you know, funny, I'm talking <laughs> about true. the hurricane, and you know more than I'm doing anything. But uh, and the stuff we were doing was so ridiculous there, which was really fun. But I don't know if IKEA would ever have us back after we finished it. Like there are some huge brands that I would love to get into. I just like. You know, you, I love getting into places where people have questions and you really, mm. they have something to say, like Best Buy would be the best for me because yeah. people genuinely need help there with technology. They, they're they looking for uh, informed people. You know, you could hardly find somebody. So when yeah. you do, it's like, oh, help me. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like that. And, and everything has like four versions. It's like a de- yeah. dehumidifier with four versions. And it's like, which one of these do you recommend? Yeah. And that's just like a conversation you could have. You know what I mean? You could be yeah, like, I would, oh, I would love to, I would love to eventually shoot at a Best Buy. You know, I think that would be so much and fun. And we love Best Buy and their product and everything about Best Buy. Best Buy, yeah, Mr. Best I'm a platinum member. I'm a platinum member. So, you know, man, so man. I don't know if that, if that pushes any weight when you guys give a call to Best Buy. <laughs> All right, Geek Squad, let's go. Let's do it. Um, I, I can't wait to get a call from Dylan's Candy Bar, who's like, no, we love, we want you back. <laughs> Which I think you'd like, as a candy man, you know, I, I, I bet you. I, I have no problems going back there, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I go there on my own. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and Joe, we got to ask, this is a season finale, too. Where does it rank for you out of all the season finales? Oh, good question. I mean, it's our first one, which is which is something to be said about that. I think there's a lot of comedy in it. I think one of our strongest season finales. I mean, it, it ranked for sure. I mean, it's definitely funny. It's definitely top eight. If I have to rank, that's where I was going to put it. Uh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Uh, if I had to pick my favorite season finale, though. Um, nice one, circus. Yeah. <laughs> because I survived. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I cheated death at Nitro Circus. I think. Um, wow. The thing for me is, if you look at at shows, we've always went with the mentality to make our premieres stronger than our finales. Because when the mm-hmm. finale happened, we were over. Yeah. With the premiere, you want to show people your, you know, hey, come tune in next week because we got got stuff. So I think our premieres have always been stronger than our finales. Yeah across the board. And I think that's something. And if you look at the way we air, the way that true TV airs us, Tina, is that, you know, we need multiple season premieres because we have a 26 episode order. So we, we come right. back multiple times and we have multiple finales or what feels like a finale. We have a mid season mm-hmm. finale and, you know, we speak about mid-season four major premiere. episodes Two, uh, you know, our, our premiere, our mid season finale, our mid season premiere, 
and our season finale. So it's a mm-hmm. lot yeah. to, to have to come up with and stack your stack the deck with your comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So in our first when the, our first season, they ordered eight episodes of the show and then we got an extra eight episodes of the back order. But, yeah. But I remember you'd always like you, you taught me how to do this, but you would always have like the 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 board with the cards of each bit and the punishments, like just the name of it written. And you, so you could physically see what the episode would look yeah. like. I don't know what that's called. So I'm just trying to explain it to the home <laughs> listeners. Um, we had episode, an episode board, which just has right. each challenge on an index card and each punishment on an index card. And we would basically just be able to, because each one's edited on their own yeah. and we'd be able to swap bits out and place them to make the funniest episode. Was the four way hair punishment, from the pilot, was that always like was that at number eight, and then you got more, and then you put it at sixteen? Like was that always the the finale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had to be right because you can't come back to the haircuts. Right. Right. And you knew that it was strong yeah. enough oh, to. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. and I also it was also it was a, it felt like a season finale. It felt like a finale. You know. You're so right though about mm-hmm. the, the premieres because I think like skydiving is a premiere episode. It is. Yeah. Three, right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool to go out the gate like that rather than focus. But you have to. You got yeah. you, especially you want to put your funny stuff first, and then if quickly we just everything became pretty equally as funny, and it was like okay, they were easier to build the episodes, you know. And then I, I only think there's a couple where you look at them and you're like, this isn't the strongest episode that we we've had, but it's hard because when you go up against such iconic things, you know, of course some stuff is going to fall a little lower on the ladder, you know, just be entertaining and not just be as iconic. I think. Wow. Well, stay iconic. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thanks, guys, for having me. I, I got to get going. Um, I, all right. I, well, I, this uh, is, I appreciate Joe, thank it. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> you got it. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. You got it, Tina. It was great to see all the puppy. Oh, look at the puppy. Yeah. The whole time that my puppy's been here, Joe. Can you believe it? That's great. My 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 six are inside. <laughs> <laughs> <You're sick. laughs> quick question for you before you go because mer got this right so i want to see if you got it right yep. what what's the date of the series premiere uh december 11th right december 11th uh 2000 and my mom was alive so 12 2011 uh, right no no you no you got the year right but the date is wrong december 11th December 15th, December 15th, December 15th, December 15th, 20, December 15th, 2011, 2011. That's yep. Right. That's right. December 15th, 2011. open bar <laughs> at that premiere. Yeah. That we, that we got, he told us about the premiere that we got sponsored. <laughs> yeah. That I had to go out and friggin' uh, wheel and deal to get people to sponsor. And I was making phone calls to get our premiere party sponsored by bulldog vodka and, uh, bulldog gin. Right, gin, right. gin. Bulldog gin. And, yeah. Bulldog gin. And, uh, oh my God. We, got? I, we got a, vo- we got a vodka. I can look at the photos. Sky yeah. I can look at the photos. Cause they, you had to make one of those backgrounds, which I was like, yep. <laughs> we're legit. We have a background yeah. for photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the step. And yeah. Yeah. We made our own step. You actually repeat. made, we had our own oh step. And repeat. I'm not kidding. I found a coupon online to get it printed cause we had to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> we throw our premiere party. We actually had, did he tell you that we had to make the hotel get cable? Because a hotel oh wouldn't have God, True that's... TV. Yeah, we had to make them get a different cable package so they would get True TV. That is funny. Which is amazing. Yeah. Like, that's truly. Yeah, we, you've been incredible. helping the network ever since 2011. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's great. I want to thank Joe Gatto for being here. I want to thank you all for listening. That's this episode. Uh, stay tuned for next week when we have another special guest. Ooh. Ooh. Exciting. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.